Planning for your financial future is a lot like solving a puzzle. Sometimes it's simple, like a jigsaw puzzle. You have all the pieces and you just need to find out how they all fit together to reveal the solution. But sometimes planning for retirement is more like a crossword puzzle. You don't even know the answers to some of the clues, let alone how they all fit together. Like how much can I expect to get from Social Security? How much income do I need in retirement? Or how much risk is appropriate? That's why certified financial planner Dan Capril is here to host Solving the Financial Puzzle. On today's show, we want you to learn more about finding the right answers to your financial questions and how those answers can fit together to bring you more peace of mind. So get ready. Solving the Financial Puzzle starts now. Thanks for joining us this week on Solving the Financial Puzzle. I'm Walter Storholt. This is the show that's going to help you better prepare for your financial future, in particular if you're getting ready to retire, maybe you've recently retired. This is the show that's going to make sure that you have peace of mind during that time of life and that you have more confidence in your plan. Looking forward to talking with you about it this week. And joining us instead of Dan Capril, we're giving him the week off. And Nikki Early, financial advisor and coach here in the Cincinnati and Dayton area, is stepping in for the show. And Nikki, great to have you again with us this week. Hope you're doing well. Thank you, Walter. Good to be here. Yeah, looking forward to our conversation today. We're going to be taking your questions on the local listener line to start off our show today. Uh, we're also going to have some truth bombs. Maybe the better way to say that is Nikki Early is going to be dropping some truth bombs on you today in the show. So we look forward to that conversation. Plus, we'll look back in the rearview mirror and see what we can learn from past decisions in the financial world and what might we might do differently this time around. Also, longevity, a wonderful thing, but also something that makes planning very difficult for the future. All of that on today's agenda, plus much, much more. A quick reminder that you can get in touch with the team at Matson and Capril, serving you throughout Cincinnati and Dayton by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. And you can also go online to quizdan.com. Three office locations in the area in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. Well, Nikki, let's get right to it with a question this week from Arthur in Cincinnati. Arthur says, I know that $200,000 is too much to have in cash, but I'm really not sure what else to do with it right now. Any recommendations? Well, good question, Arthur. Well, first of all, let me say this. Over the years, I have seen so many people keep a lot of their net worth in safe products like savings accounts and CDs. But between taxes and inflation, they were probably losing purchasing power. And as I like to say, going broke safely, if you will. Now, there is an appropriate amount of money to keep liquid, and depending on your situation, it's usually between three and six months worth of living expenses. But for Arthur, what do you do with this extra cash? Well, unfortunately, without knowing more about your particular situation, I really can't make any recommendations. Before I could, I would need to understand really what your financial goals were for the money. Um, for instance, do you have a big purchase coming up? Are you planning on buying a home? Um, I'd also want to know how much of your portfolio that $200,000 represented and really how the other investments you held were allocated. But what I would recommend, Arthur, is that you have a financial plan in place that addresses your goals, and then you can decide really how to allocate your whole portfolio, not just that one piece of it. That's a great point. A lot of people fall into that same uh, same reasoning, Arthur. You, you have a, a lot of money in cash, and you wonder whether it's too much, not enough. 
a lot of it's going to depend on your budget too. Um, you know, if you don't have enough in emergency savings to cover three to six months worth of expenses, just as <laughs> just as uh, it was being mentioned there by Nikki, you just got to look at things from your lens. I guess that's the big takeaway: look at it through your lens, not anybody else's lens when you're creating your plan. Now, way too many times, Nikki, we find people are looking at a financial situation through somebody's el- somebody else's perspective when it needs to be through yours. Absolutely. That $200,000 could be three to six months worth of living expenses for Arthur. So maybe maybe it's justified. We just don't know. We need to know more about his particular situation. Yeah. Or it'll be too little for uh, somebody like a Donald Trump or it'll be too much for, you know, maybe just the uh, the everyday person. It's always going to Absolutely. Depend. All right. Great question, Arthur. Thank you for sending that one in. By the way, you can submit a question to be featured on the show by going to quizdan.com. That's quizdan.com. Johnny and Anderson has our next question and says, I just changed jobs and make much more than my last job. Congratulations, Johnny. But I just found out yeah. that now I can't contribute to my Roth IRA this year because our household income is above the allowed threshold. What are the rules and now what should I do? Okay, Johnny, it is true there are income limits on Roth IRA contributions. Now, if you're single and you make more than 132000 or if you're married, filing jointly, and make more than 194000 you can't contribute directly into a Roth. But, and this is a big but, there is a way to backdoor into a Roth IRA if you understand and you utilize the conversion rules properly. You are allowed to contribute into a traditional IRA at any income level. Now, you're not going to get the deduction, but we really don't care about that in this situation. Once you do go ahead and and put some money in that traditional IRA, you can then convert it into a Roth IRA immediately. And the conversion rules allow you to do this. Now, let me say this. This is not something you want to do on your own. In other words, don't try this at home, kids. Um, You really should seek advice from a financial professional because it can get a little tricky if you do have existing traditional IRAs. But here's the bottom line, Johnny. Just don't think it's impossible for you to contribute into a Roth. It can be done. But again, you have to utilize the conversion rules properly. Now, this is all somewhat complicated, I understand. But if our listeners want to learn more, they can certainly give us a call at 1-844-QUIZ-DAN. We can certainly analyze your situation and see if some of these conversion strategies can work for you. Again, 844-QUIZ-DAN, your number to call. That's 844 784 9326 to reach the team at Matson and Capril, Nikki Early and Dan Capril. They've got a great staff. 844-QUIZ-DAN, your number to call. That's 844-784-9326. Great questions coming in on the local listener line this week for folks who have gone to quizdan.com to submit questions. Jennifer in Beaver Creek has our last question of the week and says, Since bond rates are very low, I'm giving some serious thought to using an annuity for the fixed income part of my portfolio. But there are so many types of annuities. How can I cut through the clutter? All right, Jennifer. First of all, you are right. Bond rates are low. And if interest rates go up, any bonds you are currently holding will be worth less. So these are good thoughts on your part. The concept of an annuity is good, and they can serve a purpose in your portfolio for the fixed income piece. You just really need to understand exactly what you're buying. There can be some liquidity issues. Many 
Annuity contracts are 10 years in length, and you can only take 10% of your principal out annually without incurring any surrender charges. I also know for our listeners out there that annuities are controversial. People either love them or they hate them, or in some cases, they're just scared of them because they don't understand exactly what they are. The truth is there are so many different annuity products out there. That's why we've developed an annuity buyer's guide to help people like you, Jennifer, cut through all this clutter. All you have to do, and any of our listeners out there, is text the word annuity to 555 888 and you'll get a prompt you'll have to provide us with some contact information and we will send you out our annuity buyer's guide you can also go to annuitypuzzle.com and request the buyer's guide there so again either way you can text the word annuity to 555-888 or go to annuitypuzzle.com to request our annuity buyer's guide there it is a really a useful tool i recommend that you do that a lot of people have that question, just like you, Jennifer. So if you've always wondered, and you're listening to the show today, and always wondered, you know, what annuity is right for me, or is an annuity a good choice for someone in my situation, or what in the world is an annuity in the first place, this annuity buyer's guide will help you sort through that mess. And as uh, Jennifer put it, what can help me cut through the clutter? This will. Get the ultimate annuity buyer's guide by going online to annuitypuzzle.com, or it's as simple as texting the word annuity to 555-888. Annuity, spelled A-N-N-U-I-T-Y, annuity to 555-888. Be sure to click on the link that we send back to you immediately, and uh, that will take you to a quick landing page where you put in your information, and boom, you get the buyer's guide like that. If you don't have a smartphone, this is the important caveat. That link won't work, so what you'll need to do is call and request the annuity buyer's guide. 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326 will be your number to call. Great questions this week on the local listener line. We're going to have Nikki drop some truth bombs when we come back right here on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Puzzles go by a lot of names. There are jigsaw puzzles, crosswords, brain teasers, brain bashers, brain twisters, brain knitters, knotters, and bogglers. You get the idea. It's kind of like financial planners and advisors. A lot of people call themselves a financial advisor, but there are often a lot of differences between these people. Some only sell insurance, some are RIAs, some can't sell stocks, some are RFCs, the list goes on and on. It can be difficult to know who's really a financial planner. That's why it's important that you know Dan Capril is a certified financial planner, or CFP for short. CFPs make a career-long commitment to meet the ever-changing needs of their clients. So forget all those other riddlers in the financial world and work with the best. Contact Dan Capril at 844-784-9326. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN. You're tuned in to Solving the Financial Puzzle. Walter Storholt here with you as always. And joined this week by Nikki Early, financial advisor and coach with Matson and Capril, serving you here in the Cincinnati and Dayton areas. We're giving Dan Capril the week off this week. Uh, they have offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky, so there's a convenient spot for you to come in and meet with the team. If you have any questions, you want to go over your particular situation, meet for a one-on-one -on -one review, you can do that by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. I think this is more of a, of a, a term that the youth use. I don't know if this is something that maybe uh, 
you know, folks in even my generation, let alone somebody who's getting close to retirement uses, but truth bombs. Isn't that something that the young kids say, like, let's drop a truth bomb on you or something like that? I don't know. Maybe that, maybe it's been around longer. I'd have to ask my 13-year-old. I really so, don't know. Yeah, if, if we don't know, it, it must be. Uh, well, anyway, we're yes. going gonna to steal their term to talk about, you know, financial right. plans and retirement here. We're going to drop some truth bombs on the audience today. Uh, so here's the first one. Since 1928, the Dow Jones has increased by more than 10% in a day, eight different times. It's declined by more than 10% in a day, only four different times. What do you read into that truth bomb? Well, I'll tell you, I bet most of our listeners would have guessed that there have been more dramatic downturns than increases, but it's simply not the fact. What I think is happening here is we tend to remember the anxiety and the pain that we feel when the markets are down more than we kind of feel or remember the pleasure or contentment that we felt when markets are up. Now, here's the thing. Owning companies or investing in the stock market has historically been the greatest wealth producer known to mankind. We would love for the markets to grow in a linear fashion, but they just don't. Now, if you believe news is unpredictable, which I say most of us, most of our listeners probably do, and you believe that markets react to news, then you would have to believe that markets are unpredictable. News events drive dramatic ups and downs. I mean, just recently, look at Brexit. That's a great example. The Dow lost just about 600 points in one day because a vote went differently than we, the public, expected. But here we are this week at almost 52-week highs in the Dow. So no one would have guessed that that would have been the case a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's amazing how uh, just a couple of weeks really changes the landscape of things. And we saw that most recently with the Brexit news. So it's a good truth bomb and something to keep in mind, folks. All right, here's another you know truth bomb is that most people have more risk in their portfolio than they realize. We, we've just got to put it out there. It may hurt some people to hear that, that you're wrong in the way that you're thinking, but it's going to be true for most people. Well, and I've, I've said this before in the show, but most people don't even know what they hold in their right, portfolios, right. let alone what their risk level is. Now, and I'll tell you what, having too much risk or volatility, especially in retirement, can be detrimental to your financial situation. Now, Walter, you know this. I'm relatively young, right? Would you yep. agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, be careful, right? Just, just a couple of and years I out of college, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, not exactly. But now I don't always feel like I'm young. But as far as investing goes, I can afford some volatility. I don't need to access my savings for income for quite a few years. But for our listeners who are planning on retiring soon or already retired, you need to understand what your likely range of returns are for your portfolio. In retirement, you are likely selling shares of your portfolio for income. And when markets are down and you are selling more shares for that same amount of income, guess what? Those shares, they're gone once mm. the market goes back up. Now, we do cover this concept in a book that Dan and I wrote called Retirement Rescue. And you can get a copy of the book as well as some audio recordings and other great tools in what we call our Retirement Rescue Toolkit. All you need to do is text the word retire to 555-888. You'll get a prompt, put in your address so we can send it out to you. Again, it's just 
text the word retire 555-888. And if texting isn't your thing, you can also give us a call at 844-QUIZ-DAN to request the toolkit. And I definitely recommend you take advantage. Yeah, that Retirement Rescue Toolkit is very popular, folks. We get a lot of people requesting it each and every week. So if you haven't gotten it yet, what you need to do is text the word retire to 555 555- 888, as Nikki just told you. Be sure to click on the link that we'll send to you and fill out the information. Doesn't even take 30 seconds, really, to do all that. And the Retirement Rescue Toolkit will be in the mail to you. Lots of great resources inside that toolkit. CD, DVD, information, uh, papers, lots of good stuff. Text the word RETIRE to 555-888. If you don't have a smartphone, don't forget to call and request that toolkit. 844-QUIZ-DAN is the number, 844 784 9326. That's for the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. All right, uh, let's get into taxes and another truth bomb here on solving the financial puzzle. Let's talk about income tax rates and the fact that they are currently close to historical lows. And I think the next sentence after that would probably be, Nikki, that uh, that means they can only go one direction. All right, yeah. I'm guessing that if we asked most of the people that were listening today, if they thought their taxes were low, they'd think we were nuts, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, it just doesn't feel good to pay those taxes. They never feel low. But the truth is they are historically low. If we compare tax rates today to those of, say, the 1970s, um, our highest tax bracket today is 36.9%. In the 70s, it was 70%. Go back a little bit further, 1940s. At one point, the highest tax bracket was 94%. Now, I understand some of our listeners, what they may be thinking, I don't have that problem. I'm never going to be in the highest tax bracket. But I will say this, when tax rates go up, and I truly believe they will, they will go up across the board, not just for the extremely wealthy. There are just too many baby boomers leaving the workforce That means they're paying less into the system. And as they leave the workforce, they're going to be more dependent on Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, systems that are really already struggling. The money for all our underfunded programs is going to have to come from somewhere. Now, as tax rates rise, it will not only affect those of us that are working. It can have a huge effect on retirees whose majority of income is being pulled from tax-deferred vehicles like 401ks and traditional IRAs. Not only will they have to pull more money out to pay tax on the income they desire, but it will likely affect whether or not their Social Security benefits are taxed. Another good reason to text the word retire to 555-888 or call us at 844-QUIZ-DAN to request that retirement rescue toolkit. Again, text the word retire to 555-888. Text the word retire. You put that in the message field and send it to the number 555-888. Or you can call 844-QUIZ-DAN to request the retirement rescue toolkit as well. Again, if you don't have a smartphone, you especially need to call instead of texting because the link won't work if you just have a regular phone, which I think a few people each week, that seems to be the case. 844-QUIZ-DAN is that number, 844-784-9326. But it's all good if you have a smartphone, you can go ahead and text the word RETIRE to 555-888 and get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Lots of great information, dropping some truth bombs on the show today. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle. We have much more coming up on today's show, including looking back in the rearview mirror at how we might change some of the past decisions. All that plus longevity being such a crucial topic in the planning realm. We'll get into that in depth. Coming up right here on Solving the Financial Puzzle, so stay tuned. 
Dan Capril is your local advisor in Cincinnati and Dayton. He's a certified financial planner and the person that you can turn to for guidance and advice in the financial world. His team has offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. Call to schedule a complimentary review of your retirement plan by dialing 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. If you need some wealth coaching, some time to discuss how you can better prepare for retirement, then call Dan and the team at Matson and Capril at 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. Do you have a question you want featured on the show? Go to AskDan.com to submit your question, and our host here on Solving the Financial Puzzle, Dan Capril, might feature it on a future show. So go to AskDan.com today. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle. So glad to have you along with us today. Nikki Early filling in on the whole show this week for Dan Capril. Glad to have her with us. She's a financial advisor and coach with Matson and Capril. You can get in touch with the team by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN. They have offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. So anywhere in Cincinnati, Dayton, and the surrounding communities, you can get in touch. Again, by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. As Nikki mentioned, a few minutes ago. You can also text the word retire to 555-888 if you're interested in getting the Retirement Rescue Toolkit mailed to you. A lot of great resources in that toolkit. They're offering it complimentary when you text the word retire to 555-888. Good little, uh, some goodies you can get in that Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Also visit us online, quizdan.com, the place to go there. Well, Nikki, if your financial advisor isn't asking you some of these specific questions, it's important to ask them to yourself to get a clearer picture of what's really important to you financially. We call this financial profiling. So, uh, Nikki, is this something that you do in, in your practice and that you do with clients? Yeah, and I mentioned this just a little bit earlier, Walter, but it's really important to understand how people feel about money psychologically. It drives a lot of the decisions they make. So there are five questions that I always ask new or potential clients because it's vital that if I'm going to be their advisor, then I need to understand where they're coming from. One of the first things I want to know, is there anything related to money that keeps them awake at night? And that goes back to that whole sleepability factor. Mm. And if there is, what is it? You know, is it the fear of market decline, a fear of running out of money? We often ask our clients to rate their financial condition on a scale from 1 to 10, 1 being awful and 10 being everything's great. And if they aren't a 9 or a 10, we want to understand what could get them there. So it's really important that we understand what keeps them up at night, what they worry about financially. Yeah, so that's the um, first one is, there's, there's, is there anything related to money that keeps you awake at night? definitely a question you need to ask yourself. What else do people need to to know about themselves? Well, secondly, I always ask if there's anything related to money that makes them angry. Mm. So do they have bad feelings about their finances? Maybe they grew up in a household where, you know, nobody spent a dime and, and it was very, very conservative. And because of that, they don't can't allow them sp- to spend money that they actually have. Or maybe they grew up in a household where they spent all their money and you know it's negatively affect their family over the years. So we really want to understand what haunts them or you know was there a bad financial decision maybe they made years ago where they lost a lot of money. But just to know where they're coming from, how they grew up and how that affects 
what they do today as far as it comes to finances. Absolutely. So these are the questions you need to make sure that if you haven't already discovered these with your current advisor, you just ask these questions to yourself and it'll give you a clearer picture of how you feel about money, about finances. So what keeps you awake? What makes you angry? What else do you think people need to know about themselves when it comes to money? Absolutely. Now, the third question I typically ask is what money and wealth means to them and what role does it play in their lives? Very important to understand. Fourth question, what they desire most financially. So what's driving them? Is their wish to leave a certain amount of money to a charity or to some loved ones, to their family members? Or is money just a tool for them to live the life they want, maybe to travel the world, to visit their children? So I really want to understand what they desire, what they want their money to do for them. We're talking with Nikki Early here on Solving the Financial Puzzle, serving you in Cincinnati, Dayton, and the surrounding communities as well. Nikki's a financial advisor and coach with Matson and Capril. The team joins us each and every week here on the show. These are some of the things that you need to know, and we've covered three questions so far. Two left, Nikki. What's next on the agenda for what you like to ask clients and what you want them to know about themselves? Well, we actually did four, Walter, but last but not least is our fifth one. And this is where I really need to understand their philosophy around investments. When you're going to work with someone this closely in such an important manner, like your finances, you really have to be on the same page as your advisor. So I need to know if they believe in free markets. Or alternatively, do they believe in market timing and stock picking? Because if they do, Quite frankly, we're not a good fit for them. We believe in holding a well-diversified portfolio and rebalancing on a regular basis. Attempting to get market averages, not beat them. We don't believe that anyone out there knows what stocks are going to go up and what stocks are going to go down. So if you're going to work with someone, it's very important that you understand what their philosophy is and if it gels with your own. So... If you have not been asked these questions by your financial advisor, or maybe you don't have one, it's really important that you do understand what drives you. If you're worried that you're not doing things right, or maybe you do have some of these money demons, as we like to call them, then come in and meet with us. We'll take a look at your situation holistically. We'll talk through some of these questions, and we'll really try to help you understand what's driving your financial decisions and lead you down the road that's going to make you successful. So give us a call. Walter, you want to give them that number? Let's do it. It's 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. That'll put you in touch with Dan Capril, Nikki Early, and the great team at Matson and Capril for a one-on-one review of your financial plan. Call to schedule that today by dialing 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. That's 844 844- Quiz Dan. If you're here in Cincinnati, in Dayton, in one of the surrounding areas, there's an office near you, one in Cincy, one in Beaver Creek, one in Northern Kentucky as well. 844-QUIZ-DAN, your number to call. That's 844-784-9326. One more time, 844-QUIZ-DAN. Stay with us. Much more coming up on today's edition of Solving the Financial Puzzle. Nikki Early, our guest for the whole show this week, so stay right there. Time for a little puzzle history. We've all heard of and probably have tried to solve the Rubik's Cube. It's a 3D puzzle invented in 1974. Did you know it was originally called the Magic Cube? Millions of these cubes have been sold across the world over the years and are so popular they've even sparked competitions to see who can solve them the fastest. 
At last check, the fastest to ever solve the Rubik's Cube was Colin Burns with a time of 5.25 seconds. The rest of us probably have a long way to go. Let's get back to solving the financial puzzle with Dan Capril. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle. Walter Storholt here with you alongside Nikki Early, financial advisor and coach with Matson and Capril here in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. Those are the three office locations, so serving you anywhere in the Cincinnati and Dayton areas. You can get in touch by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326, or by going online to quizdan.com. Nikki, let's talk about some of the things people think they're doing right, but they're not. Because inevitably, you see people every week who have no idea that they've done a bad job planning in at least one of these areas that we're going to talk about. And most likely, they've done a bad job in more than one. And this isn't to really poke fun or make fun of people here on the show, but it's just to talk about just how common these mistakes that people are making are. First of all, things that people think they're doing right, but they're not, is when it comes to determining how much money how much income they're going to need in retirement. Why do we see that off base so often? Well, first of all, Walter, believe it or not, people have no idea what they spend on a monthly basis. We find this all the time. And they don't know what they're spending their money on. We often ask clients to literally write down every single penny they spend for a month just to give them an idea of what they're going to need. So it does do that. It helps them understand where their money's going. And secondly, sometimes it helps them figure out where they're wasting money. So in itself, the exercise is great. But once you have an idea of what you now, then you can start thinking about how much you're going to need in retirement, how much income. I mean, things are going to change. So you really have to analyze. Do you anticipate traveling? Will you be spending less on gas because you're no longer commuting? Will you eat out more? Or will you eat out less? So instead of just kind of picking a number or throwing a dart at the wall saying, oh, I think I need five grand a month, you really need to understand what you're spending today and how retirement is going to affect that. And then go from there with that number when you're doing your financial planning. Very important because if you've got that number way off base, that plan that you have, it's not going to work for you. We're talking with Nikki Early here on Solving the Financial Puzzle about the things that people think they're doing right, but in reality, they're not even close sometimes. And other times, uh, it may just need a, a little tweaking to fix uh, kind of the direction you might be headed in. But risk is one of those places where we see a lot of people out of whack with where they really need and want to be in many cases. Another area where we see a lot of mistakes being made is when it comes to determining whether or not to have life insurance as a part of the portfolio, as a part of your plan. And if the answer is yes, then more mistakes get made in the question of how much life insurance should you have. Where do you see life insurance playing a role in retirement, Nikki, and why do people get out of whack here? Well, see, in most cases, the reason you own life insurance is to replace income. So if something happened to me today, is there someone out there that would be negatively affected by the loss of my future income? And what amount of money would I need to have if I died today to invest in order to provide that certain amount of income for a certain amount of years? A lot of times people underestimate this number. Now, again, this is when you're working usually. If you're single and no one would be affected, then it's probably not necessary to own life insurance. Or even when you are retired and no one is relying on income from you any longer, then again, not necessarily something you should own. Now, every situation's different, and this is just kind of across the board, but 
really just own the life insurance if you have to replace income for your family members or loved ones. I'd rather see you using that money or those premiums for long-term care expenses than I would on life insurance. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute, aren't we, Walter? Yeah, we sure will. And that's the next thing on the list. Addressing long-term care expenses, maybe more than anything else. This is, I mean, people just don't even like talking about this to begin with, Nikki. So, you know, mistakes are going to get made when it's an uncomfortable situation to talk about because a lot of times people aren't honest with themselves. They shy away from maybe what is the truth and, and what they really need to be doing. And speaking of the truth, this is the truth. Once you reach age 65, you have a 70% chance of needing some form of long-term oh, care wow. in your life. Yeah, and you've got to plan for this. This isn't one of those, Walters, those things where we can just stick our heads in the sand. And, you know, there are different plans. None is bad. One plan could be that you actually self-insure. And what that means is basically you've saved enough money in your lifetime and you feel like you can afford to write a check every month for whatever that amount is going to be to have the long-term care. I'm, you know, as we joke a lot, but I'm pretty sure that Rose Kennedy wasn't worried about how she was going to fund her long-term care. She had enough money. She didn't need to think about it. Now, another thing you can do, and if this is your plan, it's okay. You can spend down all your assets and apply for Medicaid. Uh, people, unfortunately, have to do that. Now, if you're single... It's not necessarily a bad plan. What we don't like to see is this being your plan if you're a couple, knowing that maybe this is going to negatively affect one of the spouses who actually isn't sick. So, you know, we don't want them having this animosity when they're writing that check for your care, knowing that that is going to negatively affect them or they're spending down all of their savings in order to get care for you. The third thing that you can do, the third option as far as a plan, is to buy long-term care insurance. And Believe me, I know it can be very costly, but know that you can take some steps to lower the premiums. First of all, if you have a 90-day waiting period, meaning you pay for your care for the first 90 days before the coverage kicks in, that can certainly help lower your premiums. Also, you probably won't need a policy that covers five to 10 years of coverage. And why is that? Well, unfortunately, most people who receive long-term care will die within three years. Now, again, this is not fun to talk about, but that's the reality. So by limiting your coverage, you can make long-term care more affordable. Now, and I like to joke, there's always one other thing that we hear from clients when they come in about what they're going to do if they ever need help or long-term care or assistance. They say, oh, my daughter's going to take care of me. Mm. Well, the question is, does your daughter know that? <laughs> and not only does she know that, but does her husband know that? Because if they don't know that, then that certainly is not a plan. No, it certainly isn't. And uh, I think it's long-term care is a tough thing to talk about when you really start to get personal with it. But as you can see from what you just illustrated there, Nikki, it's so, so important to include it as part of your plan and to not make any mistakes in that part of the process. Last but not least in this category of things that people think they know really well and think they're doing right, but in reality, we often find that that's not the case, is when it comes to determining how much you can realistically withdraw from your savings. That's like the uh, the old 4% rule we used to hear about that's now like the 2% rule or something like that. Yeah, that keeps changing. We'll talk about that in just a sec. Most people that I talk with have no idea what they can afford to withdraw from their savings without going broke in retirement. They've worked hard, they've saved their whole lives, but they're just not sure it's enough. Now, a good financial plan is gonna use 
historical data and it's going to look at your portfolio and what it's likely to learn or earn over your lifetime but they still don't have an idea so they are going off some generic rule like the four percent rule and for our listeners who aren't familiar with it it just basically says that you can spend down 4.2 percent of your portfolio in year one and adjust that amount for inflation every year and if you do it you're not likely to outlive your money but Here's the thing. Everybody's situation is different, and you really can't apply generic rules to your situation. And like you said, Walter, now they're saying the 4% rule is 2%, so that changes as well. You know, if you're worried that you're not doing things right, give us a call. Come in and meet with us. We're going to look at your situation holistically and help you determine where you stand and help you develop a plan in order to get you where you want to be. Here's the number to call to reach the team at Matson and Capril. Nikki Early, Dan Capril, 844-QUIZ-DAN, your number to call. That is 844-784-9326. Here in the Cincinnati and Dayton areas, they are your local financial advisors and coaches, the people to turn to to help you get to and all the way through retirement. 844-QUIZ-DAN is your number to call. That's 844-784-9326. They have offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky, and you can get uh, the opportunity to meet for a review of your plan. Just call to schedule it. 844-QUIZ-DAN is the number to call. 844-784-9326. 844-QUIZ-DAN. 844-784-9326. Great conversations with Nikki early on the show so far today and still more to come. So stay right there. With a constantly changing financial landscape, having a written, customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. In Cincinnati and Dayton, turn to Dan Capril and the team at Matson and Capril. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326 to schedule a complimentary review of your financial situation. Find out how you can better prepare for your financial future by calling Dan at 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844 844- 784-9326. Want more information about Dan Capril and the team at Matson and Capril? Visit us on the web by going to askdan.com. That's askdan.com. Here on Solving the Financial Puzzle, we're joined by Nikki Early this week, financial advisor and coach at Matson and Capril. They have offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky, which means they serve you throughout Cincinnati, Dayton, and all the surrounding communities. Uh, you can reach out to Nikki, Dan Capril, and the great team at Matson and Capril by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN, or check them out online by going to quizdan.com. You know, Nikki, life decisions are a lot easier with the benefit of hindsight. It's no different with financial decisions as well. So I want to talk about some of the things that people often wish they'd have done differently after looking in the rearview mirror. So what can we learn by looking back and with the benefit of, you know, sort of Monday morning quarterbacking the situations or, uh, you know, just trying to use hindsight because it is always 2020, as we know. I know we've heard a lot of people say something like this. I got scared after 2008 and put my money in cash. And now I'm kicking myself, of course, for missing the last several years in the stock market. It seems so easy nowadays, but if we put ourselves back in 2008, boy, those were some tough times. Absolutely. It was really a very scary time for a lot of us. And it probably didn't help that we had all these uh, gurus on TV preaching us doom and gloom. It made us all even more scared. 
But I'll tell you what, some of the worst mistakes people make isn't pulling their money out of the market when it goes down. Now, don't get me wrong, that's bad. But it's even worse when you aren't in the market when they go back up. Market timing just doesn't work. We want to believe it can work, just like we want to believe we can lose weight without diet and exercise. But it doesn't. Instead, what we want you to do is we want you to hold a highly diversified portfolio. And when there are market downturns, buy if you can, but definitely rebalance during those time periods. Yeah, that's a great point. All right. So looking back at 2008, it's a lot easier to say, you know, what decisions you should have made. I think another comment that we've heard a lot of the time from people, Nikki, is when folks say something along the lines of, you know, I wish we'd known how much risk we had in our portfolio before we took a big loss. This might be what people are saying when they look back maybe before 2008, back to 2006, 2007. Right. We kind of touched on this a little bit ago, but it all goes back to understanding what you have in your portfolio and more importantly, again, why you have it there. Many people we work with come to us with the majority of their money in large U.S. company stock, and they're comfortable with that. But what they don't realize is that having a large portion of your net worth in one sector is actually very, very risky. Now, Different asset classes can help balance out the performance of your portfolio when one particular asset class is performing poorly. Every portfolio in total has a historical rate of return and a predictable range of returns it's likely to have. This is just the truth. Statistically and mathematically, we can measure using standard deviation. So no one should ever be surprised by their returns in any given year because it can be easily measured. What you need to do is you need to understand what your numbers are and how that will affect your ability to pull income from your portfolio in retirement without exhausting your savings before you die. So if you are unsure of your likely range of returns, give us a call. You can call 844-QUIZ-DAN. We can sit down with you. We can analyze how you are currently invested and see if those allocations make sense for you based on your goals. Yep, absolutely. This is uh, an excellent reminder to call Nikki Early, Dan Capril, and the team at Matson and Capril to go over your particular situation so that you don't have to look back 10 years from now and say, oh, I wish I'd done things differently back in 2016. 844-QUIZ-DAN is the number to call. That's 844-784-9326. Another statement that's often said, you know, I didn't really understand my options with Social Security, and I should have waited to start taking it later. A lot of people don't realize how many different ways there are to take Social Security or elect to take Social Security, right, Nikki? They don't, but I will say this. It's not nearly as complicated as it used to be because some of the options like filing and suspending or filing restricted Mm. applications are being phased out and they're no longer available. So that does simplify things a little bit. But there is always still the question as to whether to start taking benefits right away or to delay and to get a higher amount. In general... We don't like to see retirees spending down their nest egg in lieu of taking their benefit earlier, meaning that if they don't start Social Security when they retire, they may have to take more from their savings for income while waiting to get those checks. We'd rather see you start taking Social Security if you need the income, and if you do wait, you need to know that you'll have to live a certain number of years to make up for all those checks you didn't receive had you started collecting sooner. Now... 
course, Walter, we've got a tool for this as well. You can go to <laughs> quizdan.com and you can get a social security timing report there and that can help you make your decision or certainly give us a call. Yeah, that's quizdan.com or again, always the number 844-QUIZ-DAN. Another thing we've heard, Nikki, is when people say, you know, I should have put more money into a Roth IRA instead of saving so much in my 401k. Why would people have that regret or that kind of hindsight thought, uh, you know, several years later? Well, I said it earlier in the show, tax rates are historically low, and I truly believe they're going to have to go up in order to support our deficit, underfunded government programs like Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid. So if you are sitting there with a majority of your money in tax-deferred accounts, you could be in trouble. As you pull money out of these accounts, you're going to have to pay income taxes on those funds, which itself, that can be problematic if tax rates are higher than you anticipated. Let's face it, we put all that money, all those years into our 401ks and our traditional IRAs to lessen our tax burden while we were working. And that was in anticipation that we would have a lower tax rate in retirement. Well, that might not be the case if tax rates increase, but there are things you can do, steps that you can take now to lessen that burden. It's really never too late. We address a lot of these issues in our Retirement Rescue Toolkit, and all you have to do to get it is text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Give us a little bit of information and we'll send one out to you. You'll get a book Dan and I wrote called Retirement Rescue, some great audio recordings, as well as other tools that I know will be beneficial to you. Absolutely. Again, the number that you text is 555-888, and the word that you put in the message field is simply RETIRE. So text the word RETIRE to 555-888 to get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Be sure to click on the link that will text right back to you, fill out the information, and the toolkit will be on its way to you. Text the word RETIRE to 555-888. If you don't have a smartphone or you just prefer it this way, you can always call and request the toolkit 844-QUIZ-DAN is that number, 844-784-9326. One more question for you, Nikki, as we kind of look at hindsight, as we look back on things that have been said in the past and well, you know what kind of might have been done differently, what could have been changed, is when folks say something like, you know, I probably retired too early. Now it's hard to make ends meet, so I might have to go back to work. Nobody wants that regret. No, and I would say that if somebody's saying that, they probably didn't do as much planning as they should have. The trick here is to truly understand your situation as you're making these decisions. Now, you know, in hindsight, thinking you might need to go back to work isn't really what we should be relying on if, if you make that decision to, in fact, go back to work. Your situation may not be as dire as you think, and there may be things you could do now to ensure that you don't have to return to the workforce. So again, having a comprehensive financial plan that addresses income needs will allow you not to have to guess if you need to go back to work or not. Absolutely. That's a, that's a very true case. Well, a quick reminder of the ways that you can get in touch with Dan Capril, Nikki Early, and the great team at Matson and Capril. You can call 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326 and request a one-on-one -on -one meeting, a review of your plan. You can also just ask for the Retirement Rescue Toolkit if you'd like. The easiest way to get that toolkit is by texting the word RETIRE to 555-888 from your smartphone. Just text the word RETIRE to 555-888. And of course, we're always online at quizdan.com. That's quizdan.com. 
Stay with us. Still more to come on today's edition of Solving the Financial Puzzle. With a constantly changing financial landscape, having a written, customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. In Cincinnati and Dayton, turn to Dan Capril and the team at Matson and Capril. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. Well, before we wrap up the show today on solving the financial puzzle, we're bringing Nikki Early back in one more time. She's a financial advisor and coach at Matson and Capril, serving you in Cincinnati and Dayton with offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. You can get in touch with the team by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. I want to talk about longevity a little bit here, Nikki, because you know the death rate for human beings is still hovering right around 100%. Not, it is. <laughs> not waffling very much from that, Mark. No. But lifespans are continuing to increase. And so I'm just curious, how old is your oldest client? Well, yeah, Walter, first of all, uh, as far as I know, the Grim Reaper is still undefeated. <laughs> so we're good with that 100% yeah, figure true. there. Yeah, our oldest client is in her mid-90s, and I'm happy to say she's doing very well. That's good to hear. Mid-90s, that's awesome. And I think we're going to have more and more people reaching that milestone, living beyond 100 as well. So many people living longer these days. So what we're finding is that some companies are investing millions of dollars into the concept of significantly increasing the human lifespan. So longevity is also obviously a coveted thing. I mean, everybody kind of wants to live longer if the quality of life can be there to accompany it, I suppose. Why then do we often talk about longevity as being sort of a negative thing? We paint it as a risk for people. Well, I mean, it's not too good... <laughs> Well, it's not too difficult to understand. The longer we live, the more likely we are to run out of money, just because we have more years of retirement to fund. I don't know if the audience or if you realize this, but a couple who reaches age 65, statistically 25% chance that one of them will reach age 97. So think about that. If that same couple retired at 65, they would have to fund 32 years of retirement, and that's a long time. Yeah, it is a long time, and a lot of people, uh, they don't really, it's hard to wrap your mind around that you might be retired for longer than you worked, which is pretty wild. Yeah, some people don't work 32 years yeah. in their lifetime. Very true. How effectively has the average person addressed this challenge, these financial challenges that come along with longevity? All right. So again and again, we say most people don't have a comprehensive financial plan. So they are essentially winging it taking from their investments what they need in order to supplement their Social Security and pensions in order to live comfortably. They aren't certain how long their savings can sustain them, and they aren't taking into consideration that they may have many more years of retirement to fund than they think. Now, secondly, nobody likes to think about the fact that they might not die gracefully in their sleep, that they may need some sort of long-term care. Once you reach age 65, you have a 70% chance that you will need some form of custodial care in your lifetime. And what's custodial care for our audience? It's a type of care that none of us want to need, none of us want help with. We don't want help using the restroom, help eating, bathing, getting out of bed and dressing. It's no fun to think about, but the likelihood of us needing it is just too great for us to ignore. If we do ignore the likelihood, the expense we haven't planned for can not only leave ourselves in a dire financial situation, but potentially maybe even a healthy spouse as well. 
Now, there are steps you can take to make long-term care insurance more affordable. I know it's expensive. There are longer waiting periods that you can employ. You can also limit the number of years that you are covered, and that can help. But the bottom line is you have to address this potential need in your financial planning, and the longer you live, the greater your likelihood of needing this type of care is. That's so true. And that's why it's important for people to retire with peace of mind, to retire with a plan. And that's why we do invite you to pick up the Retirement Rescue Toolkit so you can learn a little bit about how to better plan for your financial future. You can get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit very easily. You can text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Again, text the word RETIRE to 555-888. The Retirement Rescue Toolkit is something that Nikki and Dan Capril have put together for you to read, for you to dive into, really for you to listen and to watch, because there's an audio CD, there is a a DVD in that package as well. So many great resources in that Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Again, text the word RETIRE to 555-888 to get a copy of your own. Click on the link that will text back to you, fill out the information, and that toolkit will be on the way. If you don't have a smartphone or you just prefer the method of calling, that's what you want to do. You want to just call and make that request, 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326, your number to call to request the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. And always, you can go online to quizdan.com. Three different ways that you can plug in, get in touch, and get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Make sure you're making the right decisions for your financial plan and your financial future. Nikki Early has been our guest on the show today, financial advisor and coach with Matson and Capril, serving you all throughout Cincinnati and Dayton. One more time, the ways to get in touch, call 844-QUIZ-DAN, go to quizdan.com, or text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Nikki, we appreciate your help as always. Thanks for holding down the fort while we gave Dan a little bit of a, a break and a rest this week, and we'll look forward to talking to you again next week. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Walter. A lot of fun. Again, that's Nikki Early joining us on the show. We'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks for joining us on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Information provided on today's show is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Dan Capril is an investment advisor representative of MPM Wealth Advisors and Capril Wealth Coaching, LLC. Both firms are registered investment advisors. To obtain a copy of Form ADV and a private policy statement for either firm, call 800-353-7923.